battery experts give us their reaction to Tesla's Gigafactory, Ford's stock is up despite falling profits, and new details on the upcoming Chevy Volt. All that and more on today's AutoLine Daily. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily for Friday, October 24th. Earlier this morning, Ford reported its latest earnings. The numbers don't look too good. Ford sold fewer cars and trucks worldwide in the last three months, down 3% to 1.5 million vehicles. Revenue fell by nearly a billion dollars. The company's operating profit plummeted by more than 50%, and its net profit dropped more than 30% to only $835 million. Ford blames the disappointing results on a flurry of new model introductions that it says will boost profitability next year. And it makes reference to higher warranty costs, which is just another way of saying it got clobbered by recall costs. And yet, the company's stock rose on the news. Here's my AutoLine insight. Ford has done a great job this year of damping down analyst expectations. So good, in fact, that they expected the company to do worse. And analysts just love an upside surprise. And that's why the stock is up, even though the numbers are down. In other Ford news, with very public appearances from CEOs like Mary Barra and Elon Musk, we've wondered, Words Ford's Mark Fields been hiding. But now Mark Fields would like to have lunch with you. He's helping to raise funds for the Detroit-based charity called Focus Hope, which does terrific work helping inner-city residents get job training. It provides daycare for working families, and it feeds people who are down on their luck. Fields is auctioning off the chance to have lunch with him at Ford's headquarters in Dearborn, Michigan. So if you have ever wanted to hang out with an automotive CEO, Here's your chance. Just head over to the website charitybuzz.com Ford and put in a bid. You've probably heard of the big dealership groups like AutoNation, Penske Automotive, and Group One. And yet, despite all the big consolidation we've seen in the U.S. market, only 4% of dealerships are publicly owned. But that is going to change. Earlier this month, Warren Buffett, the Oracle from Omaha, plunked down a reported $4 billion to buy the Van Tile dealership group. And Buffett clearly signaled he wants to make more acquisitions, probably with the goal of building up the biggest dealership group in the world. Buffett is also a big investor in BYD, the Chinese EV car company. Some people think he wants to sell those Chinese cars through his dealers. One thing's for sure, when somebody like Warren Buffett decides that car dealerships are a great thing to invest in, you just know it's going to attract a whole lot more investors to jump in as well. So far, we've only seen a teaser image of the next generation Chevy Volt wrapped up in camo. While Chevy's not revealing any more of what the car looks like, we are getting some more details of what's under that camo. It'll get an all-new propulsion system that has a battery with less cells but more capacity and a new small displacement engine that can run on regular gasoline for the extended range operation. That will translate into better efficiency, more EV range, and increased fuel economy. 
The new Volt makes its debut at the Detroit Auto Show in January. Earlier this week, Daimler sold its stake in Tesla, and now Toyota is doing the same. Bloomberg reports the Japanese automaker has a 2.4 stake in Tesla, but the company didn't disclose how much it sold or for how much. The two companies collaborated on the electric version of the RAV4, but Toyota's winding down sales of that model and getting set to introduce a new fuel cell vehicle. And even though the two companies are going their separate ways, Toyota did leave open the possibility of working with Tesla in the future. Speaking of Tesla, coming up next, I asked some battery experts if the company can really pull off that gigafactory. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Earlier this year, Tesla announced ambitious plans to build what it calls a gigafactory. The company says that by the end of the decade, the facility will produce more lithium-ion batteries than were made worldwide last year. And that's one of the topics on AutoLine this week. In the following clip from the show, I ask my guests what they make of Tesla's plans. But I think the Gigafactory does push the envelope. It does, it does make people think. It, it does create, potentially, the opportunity for lower, lower costs through volume. Um, I'm not sure it's as, as great as the, they say it is, but it's going to be fun to watch, and it will start to move that needle. Prabhakar, what do you think? Because this is sort of a build it and they will come approach. Mm -hmm. That's an awful lot of investment in a massive factory in an electric car market that may have hit what the engineers expected, mm -hmm. but not what these car companies planned on when they made their initial investments in these EVs. And I had to start out by saying I give a lot of credit to Tesla. Mm -hmm. They really have changed the perception and the image for what an EV should be and it's getting a lot of attention so i hope that they are successful in the plans that they're making but as elon has alluded to it counts on about 500,000 vehicles because each vehicle will be about 70 kilowatt hours to get to the 35 gigawatt hour mm -hmm. capacity and so the question is can you get to those kinds of volumes because you're going to need multiple vehicle lines the part that you know i will say is uh, it's uh, again i was mentioning to you before the goal of uh, 200 mile uh, under 35,000 is indeed achievable, which means that there will be competition. There will be the other regular OEMs that are likely to be coming into the market as well. So if you don't have the scale, then you get into a challenge of realizing the efficiency, because then it actually starts to work against you if you have a lot of installed capacity in place. Joining me for that show are Anne-Marie Sastry, the founder of the battery company, SACT3, Prabhakar Patil is from LG Chem Power, and Brett Smith is from the Center for Automotive Research. If you want to learn more about the latest breakthroughs in car batteries, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, Autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Go out and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.